Oh, thank you. I'll be ballin' like a motherfucking pro. Is that five straight, Sam? No, it's not. Pretty sure it's five. Yeah, it's five straight. Five straight. Five, five straight! And we're back with the Anybody But Spiller CKFL Podcast, Episode 7, Elimination Week. How you doing, Sam? I'm good, but you scared the shit out of my dog with I'm that intro. I'm so sorry, Tank. I love you, buddy. Lay, lay right back. Yeah, you can kiss my hand, bud. It's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I get a little loud. I just drop my pen. Everything's fine. <laughs> We're probably going to have to cut some of that out. Nah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, this week was interesting. It I was interesting. Uh, Could have gone better. Could have gone worse. I think it went great. I, I'm sure you know. Even even with the results for me this week, I still feel comfortable with it because I'm all about that draft position right now. Yeah, I'm you're, thinking towards the future, baby. Breaking news: The Lawrence Monkey Mafia officially eliminated from the playoff. Woohoo! I mean, it was coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's pretty much been that way since week five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just going into a quick recap on our NFL picks this week. Um, I don't have them written down, but you went two and one this week. The only one. <laughs> That's right, because I picked on the colored uniform. Yeah. Hey, how do the green teams do? <laughs> Fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, I went with that gut shot pick. I went with the uh, Eagles over the Patriots, which they were up 10 nothing, and then fucking blew it at home. Like, you should not blow a 10 nothing lead at halftime. But, I mean, it is the Patriots, so credit is due to them. I thought I had that one. You got me. Um, I, I was proud of my pick of the Cleveland Browns over Pittsburgh Steelers. Because the Browns absolutely dominated that game. You mean they beat the shit out of them? With a helmet? Yeah. Yes. All right. You beat me to the punchline. Yeah. Which, I mean, Miles I, Garrett also beat me to the punchline, too. I feel like that is a talking point that we do need to briefly discuss. Because uh, I I just hate our society so much. Like, everyone's bashing Mason Rudolph. Like, I agree Mason Rudolph deserves some of the blame, and he's not receiving any, which I believe is horseshit. But there are plenty of Browns fans, and more more importantly, Texas A&M fans, that are just full full throttly defending Mason Garrett. Will Mason Garrett? Miles Garrett. Okay, I really me. didn't know who you were talking about. And our beer of the pod, brought to you by Evans Williams. Our almost. beer of the pot is gone. Yeah, almost. <laughs> we drank a lot already. Slightly drunk, sorry. <laughs> Hot. But, <laughs> no, Miles Garrett. Let's open your fuck up again. <laughs> I, I understand 
I understand being frustrated with, um, you know, someone trying to rip your helmet off. Like, which Mason Rudolph was doing that. Should not have done. Yeah, and he should not have done that, and he deserves what he got, which was a fine. Not a suspension, but a fine. So, for once, I 100% agree with everything the NFL did. Every suspension. Which, like, Mason Rudolph did that. He was wrong for trying to rip that off. And I watched a YouTube video by Flimra Rat. Flimra Rat. Flimra Rat. Flim. Do they also play for the Monkey Brickover? Ermagerd, Fancy Feast. Flim Low Raps. It, he makes like what if videos and stuff. It's good stuff on YouTube. You should check him out. But he was like, when Miles Garrett ripped Mason Rudolph's helmet off, at that point, I was like, yeah, I get it. You know, he, he kind of started it. Like, you hit the late hit. You were on top of him, so you understand why Mason's, like, defending himself. But he did try to rip his helmet off, so you get where Miles is coming from when he rips it off. You've already shown your dominance, dog. You ripped his helmet off, <laughs> you yep. know? You don't need to hit him with it. Yep. Like, that instant your season's over. Like Oh, God, yeah. 100%. Absolutely should be. I called for a 16-game suspension. Yep. Out for the season. And then, since that's six games, ten more for next. That's my my opinion. If they just decide that it's just this season and he's reinstated next year, I'll probably be okay with it because Miles Garrett has typically had good character, and he has been apologetic. And I mean, it's all bullshit as of now, but depending on how he acts from now to the end of the season, I respect that the NFL is basically leaving that open. It's like, how do you respond from this? Well, I have to like, this is, this is insane. Like I know there's probably a bunch of people that will disagree with me because football is a violent sport and you know, you accept some of the risks, but you don't go in there expecting to get your head bashed in by a helmet. <laughs> yeah. Like that is legitimately a situation where if you wanted to press criminal charges, you, you should be able to. Yeah. There's no work I, environment, and, you know, whatever the risks are. That you go, hey, if my coworker decides he's going to try to, you know, almost murder me, <laughs> like if he'd have hit his head in the right way with the helmet, if it had been turned around, you know, he could have killed him. Yeah, yeah, like, no, it's serious. That is assault, probably not attempted murder. So I'm not trying to say that, but like that's that's clearly assault and battery. So that's that's a crime that's not within the context of the game. Nobody should reasonably assume, Hey, there's a helmet that might hit me on top of the head. Like that's not a thing. Yeah. So like, yeah, he definitely deserves, I, I, I would be fully on board with 16 game suspension. Yep. Honestly, at this point I could even see him being done with the league and I'd be fine with that too. Yeah. You fucked up. Sorry to accept the consequences. Yeah. This is a privilege to be in the league. It's a privilege to get paid that much. It's not owed to you. Yep. Yep. No, I I, I agree with that. Um, I I'm guessing he's probably only get, gonna get like four or five games for next year, which based on like character reasons, because off the field he's been a great great guy. Like I have nothing but great stories. Like I was so proud of the dude. Like he played in the goddamn Texas Bowl against K State when they knew he was gonna be the number one overall pick. And that was a lower tier bowl that no one cares about where you see like Josh, Josh Rosen skipping his senior year bowl game and all these kids skipping their bowl games. And Garrett's like, nah, I'm playing for my brothers. 
You know, I respect the hell out of that dude. But what he did is unbelievably bad. He deserves whatever he gets. That's that's yep. my point on it. Like, yep. I'm I'm proud of what the NFL did. They left it at in, indefinitely suspended, and he's done for this year. I think that's a perfect suspension length. I think the Mason Rudolph fine was perfect. And I also agree with Pouncey getting suspended for three games, although I, I could have saw it as being as a one or a two game suspension, but three's fine. Cause I mean, yeah, if, if, you, if, you, if, if you watch the replay, Castro takes him down and is just holding him, which Castro did exactly right. He defended his quarterback, got the dude away from him, put him on the ground. And then Pouncey starts kicking a defenseless man on the ground, which you under punching. Yeah. Which you understand where he's coming from, which is why I'm fine with him not being suspended for the season. Like he's also just defending his quarterback, but he's kicking a defenseless human. Yeah. You know, so he definitely deserved to be suspended as well. Yeah. And I can't remember the other Browns player, but he came in. While Mason Rudolph was being a little bitch, going, "Hey, what? What the hell was that?" To be fair, he could have been concussed again. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Comes in, blindsides him, and they gave him a one-game suspension. Which, yeah, it was a cheap shot. Dude didn't even have a fucking helmet on. I don't know why he didn't have that helmet on. <laughs> so I, I just want to applaud the NFL. Like I, that's the first time I've ever saw suspensions, and I was like, "This all makes sense." Yeah, you nailed every one of those. So. Any Hoosers, uh, sorry, that went a little longer than I wanted to, but I feel like, I mean, this is like the biggest talking point of the NFL so far. That was a crazy story. That was. Uh, I missed it. I didn't get we to see it. We missed it. We could have went. Damn it. But, oh, well, it's all good. <laughs> Everything's fine. You scared my dog again. Hey, sorry, Tank. Go back to sleep, babe. Babe. What was the other green team? You... Uh, it was Philly and well, the Patriots. You, we talked about that one a little bit. Fuck, I don't remember. Jets, Jets, Wash, Jets and Washington. That's what it was. Redskins. Was it? You picked Jets. I picked Washington. Jets won. Yep. 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 So that ends our NFL picks for the season. We're going to cut those off out of the podcast to save time. Uh, also, nobody cares. So I care. God damn nobody it. Same cares. joke. I didn't mean Chief Palpatine. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> let you finished eleven and ten on the year. I finished ten and eleven. Good oh day, yeah, sir. but you forgot about my bi week birthday gift. So really, I win. Wait, did you say I was eleven and ten? Yes, I did. I I already said I'm not. Gonna... Once again, uh, tonight's beer the pod is brought Evan to you. Evan Williams, get fucked. <laughs> yeah, we drank a lot before we started. So sorry. Lakaim motherfuckers. Lakaim. <laughs> All right. So, going into recaps, if you could get the scores up on your phone, if you have. I'll probably or, phone. Yeah, yeah. This will suck. Yeah, I have the results, but I forgot to write the scores down. Um, oh, actually, I did write the scores. Oh, sweet. Hey, thank you, sir. Uh, first game of the week, we had Cleveland and Lawrence. I got hoes. Ballin', those aren't the words of the song. Uh, the Cleveland Steamers remain 5-0 and in their last five games against the Lawrence, formerly known as Monkey Mafia, now known as Dog Shit, with a 79-71 victory. <laughs> You're really aggressive about a 79-point win. 
I won by 79. No, like you 79. only scored 79 in one. A 79 point win. Sorry, I'm trying to do your tactics on me. Yeah, I do those tactics. You can't use them against me. I just did. It wasn't any good. Practice, bitch. That's fair. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> By the way, uh, I listened to some of the podcasts. I realized that I say that's fair a lot. I'm sorry. It's awkward. I'm going to try to stop. That's fair. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I wasn't proud of this win, but... Uh, you know, you're you're kind of in sell mode right now. You traded Aaron Rodgers, you you know, etc. Yeah, I mean, et cetera. This and, it's and a it was, season. It was kind of a bye week for you, anyways, because I mean, I don't think Aaron Rodgers would have played, so I no. mean, it was a good time to trade him. Um, so that was a good decision on your part. I had a bad week. I'm lucky to win. I'll say it. I I thought after my Cleveland steamers put up some pretty good numbers on Thursday night, I was gonna score 100 plus, like. At 12.30 in the afternoon, it said I was projected for 121. And then everyone decided, eh, well, we got this one in the bag. Fuck it. <laughs> Ended up with 79. Jesus. <laughs> like, how am I supposed to, like, yeah. Oh, whatever. But, yeah. I would like to talk more shit, but... See, you need to be better. Like, be better. It would be so much more fun to talk shit. If your team was better, I feel bad. It's like kicking the dog shit person on the street. It's like if you were Jordy, but you didn't know how to talk shit. That's what it's like talking shit to you. You're saying I know how to talk shit? That's like the best compliment you've given me all year. I don't know what I'm saying. Evan Williams is taking control. <laughs> Hi, my name is Evan. Hey, 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 hey. You're okay, pups. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, everyone's going to be weirded out, but it's wonderful. I'm trying to cut some of this off. No, we're not cutting any of this off. This is a beautiful television. Yeah, oh, my dog's screaming. <laughs> Second game, or should I say week, as I said in the last podcast. <laughs> uh, Lehigh versus Wichita. I picked the Wichita Weed Bandits. You let me down, Jordy. You let me down hard. Lehigh dominated 99 to 70 to nobody's surprise. Um, I thought he actually had a t- chance to perform decently well, and he didn't. One of those things, you know, no. it happens. But I feel like that was a pretty normal outcome. Yeah, this is exactly what we expect. In fact, I think on the last episode, we got to this moment. Is there another option? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, no, I think that was that was, uh, was a different one. That was, uh, oh, God. I think it was the next game. Marysville. It was oh, the okay. next game, okay. which ended up, ironically, that we say that. Yeah, super close. That was the best game of the week because going into that Monday night, Monday night matchup, Potter was, like, damn near the guaranteed winner. Like, it looked like it was over. Marysville had already posted stuff on Facebook being like, what the hell? Well, I, I <laughs> so, love that. Okay, Andy, I love that that. Gif Jif thing, uh, the dog like with his butthole pucker. <laughs> that was beautiful. Yeah, so I think <laughs> it was entirely because of that Chiefs Chargers game, <laughs> which gave him the win, which is unfortunate because I feel like a loss there would have made me sleep easier at night. But drink more of it, so that'll help. I've got about a gulp left, unfortunately. You still have some left? Yeah, I'm pacing it, Alki. Bitch. 
<laughs> Observe that. <laughs> All right. So the next game we had uh, Liberty. Oh, God. Sorry. I, I goofed up. You did. You yeah. done goofed. Yeah. So when we had Marysville and Potter, we both picked Marys, but what which we kind of said that in the Yeah, yeah, that was one where like, there shouldn't be another option. This one ended up being a hell of a lot closer and uh yeah. we're both almost badly wrong. Yeah, but we did get it right because Marysville won. But nailed it, motherfuckers. Nailed that one, mother so that was probably the best part of the last week. Did not nail that one, motherfucker. <laughs> So the next week, which I thought may have been the game of the week, which it was very, very tight, but not a good game, was Cocker City beating Ottawa 80-75. to Like, it wasn't a good game, but this was the most significant game of the week. Yeah, Strictly because of playoff considerations, Cocker now has uh, the tiebreaker advantage over Ottawa. Um, Ottawa now is... Uh, has tiebreaker losses to um, Marysville, uh, Cleveland, and Cocker. Um, so Ottawa has to win out, and Ottawa has no control over its destiny until unless somebody else, unless three other teams fuck up. So the guy uh, everybody just kind of presumed would be the league winner this year uh, might not make playoffs. Yeah, no, and which is insane. Yeah, absolutely insane. Bring back the sixteen playoffs. Ooh. Yeah. I- no, no. You know, I'm a. How many do we have? Twelve. Yeah, we have 12. twelve teams. I'd be okay with sixteen. I, see, that's I have no opinion on it because I kind of like can go either way. I like the four, but it, if it someone makes, it makes the stakes that much higher. Yeah, like it means more to make the playoffs. Makes, like I could skate in in like, the past and get a six seed and win the championship. When we get to our power rankings, that's what makes it more like significant is we are only looking at four spots. And there's legitimately seven teams and fight for those four spots. Yep. Technically eight, but I mean, it's a no. long shot. It's a long shot. Long shot. How long? Long. <laughs> Longer than Jordy's dick after drinking 37. I got nothing. I'm sorry, Jeremy. How long have you seen, how often have you seen Jordy's dick? Don't ask questions you don't want the answer of. You right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Which leads us to the <laughs> matchup between Liberty and Gerard. <laughs> Which, <laughs> Which I kind of thought this was going to be a blowout, to be honest. And it was another relatively close game. Within 10 points. Yeah. Um, Liberty won. I think we both picked Liberty. Yeah, yep. yeah, we did. Yep, this one we did. And this was another one where we're like, yeah, yeah. this is just going to be Liberty. Yep. And uh, I guess I forgot to say earlier, we both picked Ottawa in that Ottawa-Cocker matchup. Because I made that awkward comment about, oh, you never go against Cock. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, I guess you kind of do. Because <laughs> you had, but whatever. Neither here nor there. We were wrong. Got that one wrong, motherfuckers. <laughs> but Liberty prevails, 83-74. I mean, this was another game that if you were looking on the scores throughout the day, it could have went anywhere. Like, literally anywhere. Because uh, Gerard was actually favored to win for a little bit on Sunday. And uh, fortunately for Liberty, they came out and won. Like, had they lost that? Their season's over. Like, 
Gerard has a legit chance to make the play. Well, not a legit chance, but a reasonable best. chance. Yeah, reasonable chance. And Liberty's done. Essentially done. But set himself up well for next year. Yeah. No, I mean we we've talked about this in the past. Uh, like guys, stop trading with Clint. He's good at what he does. You are not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but like his whole team is made from trades. Yeah, he's I stand by this going into Sucks this. Sucks at drafting. Awesome at trading. Guys, just don't trade with him and his team will tank. <laughs> he will be either one, two, or three in the power rankings to start the year next year. Oh, he's going to be number one. Guaranteed. For, for me, he is by far one. But, I mean, a lot can change. You don't know how significant the Barkley injury is, so on and so forth. <laughs> but... Barkley ends up dying in a freak car crash. You never fucking know. Rest in peace, Derek Thomas. <laughs> I haven't forgot. <laughs> Sorry. Too soon? That was a goddamn Rams and Titans Super Bowl, and they put that shit up there. Derek Thomas, the best player in Chiefs history, has died in a car crash. He was 36. Or I apologize to my Chiefs fans listening. I'm not sure how old he was. I just know he wasn't at retirement age yet. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Which this I also just got real. I know. I I also need to apologize instantly <laughs> for being more sad that a human being died. I mean, being more sad that a human being died in his football prime than the fact that he died is what I meant. Because he was a good man. We've all met you, dude. We know you're a shitty human being. Ah, you're right. You don't have to apologize. Which leads us you to the you are. final game. <laughs> Gaylord and Scott City. It's actually not a bad week for Scott City. No, this was a solid week for yeah. Scott City. He had a chance. And uh, honestly, if Mahomes plays like Mahomes did at all last year, it could have been closer than it was, honestly. But didn't happen. Horrible first half. Mahomes oh. threw sixty-four. Mahomes threw sixty-four yards. Or is that not right? Neither of those teams have Mahomes. Who has Mahomes? Ottawa. <laughs> I was really fucking confused. I give that up. Sorry. I think Scott City. Uh, I meant. I meant to say that in the Ottawa Cocker match. I apologize, fans. <laughs> I'm glad we got that tonight's beer of the pod. Is million. again gone. This is why I drink Jack Daniels because it doesn't. Well, it's the same alcohol content. It doesn't matter. But <laughs> ah, damn it! No, yeah. So I'm so confused. No, nah, that's my fault. I I completely apologize for that one. And Aaron uh, Rodgers did really good for Gaylord here. Any rad for that? <laughs> All right, so Gaylord dominates again, like he always does. On to the next. 108 to 88. Cold. I think we refreshing. Both. Evan Williams. I think we both picked Gaylord, right? Yeah, we did. So for the week I finished four and two. For the week you finished four and two. Because we had all the same picks, didn't we? Not all the same. I picked Cleveland, you picked Lawrence. Then I picked uh I picked Wichita because I'm a fucking moron. <laughs> and you picked Lehigh, so that evened it out. All right, that'll work. I probably should have picked you in hindsight. 
All right, so going into this week's games, which I have totally been ripping your ass, Sam. 23-6 and six on the season. On picks, you are 17-12. and 12. Hold my dick. So you're saying I have a winning record. You're six games behind. I don't care. I have a winning record. I have a winning record somewhere in this league. That's all I care about. That's fair. Shut the fuck up. Sorry. (laughs) All right. So for our first game of the week, we have the once mighty Liberty Crushers against the never mighty Wichita Weed Bandits. Who do you have in this one, Sam? Uh, I've got Liberty on this one. Well, ironically, we have a special guest of the pod. A man who needs no introduction. He has been named in this amazing podcast. The Anybody But Spiller Podcast. Because we don't want him to win because we're sick of him winning. God damn it, he trade rapes everybody and wins all the trades. It's horse shit. How you doing, Clint? say fuck you and fuck you <laughs> i've been getting trashed on this podcast for weeks and weeks and weeks so when you asked me to be on the podcast i just excited so excited because i could just tell you guys straight up to your face fuck you and fuck you we should cut it but off thank right you for there. letting me be on the podcast welcome buddy <laughs> um first off I don't trade rape people. I take advantage of situations. I wait for the right moments to make trades with people, and then I make the trades. I make the offers. I find the people who are willing to pay, give their players up. I take the players, and then hopefully I made the right decision. I'm a stock trader. You don't. You don't. You don't mock this. You don't mock the the people on Wall Street. You know those those people are just you know trying to make money for their families. I'm like them. So greed is good. So basically, the definition of trade rate. No, no, that's definitely not. See, see, when you said you waited for the moment, um, I assumed that that moment was like when they were assuming the position. First off, I've made trades with everybody in the league, so you're assuming everybody in the league makes bad decisions. Yes, I've made plenty yes. of bad decisions myself. <laughs> Have you seen yeah. some of these trades? Have I seen what? Some of the trades. My trades have all been fair. You said last time I made my trade with uh, Lehigh was actually a bad trade for me. You like Lehigh's into the trade better. We kind of said it was a coin flip. Yeah, actually, I think that was the one where we're like, yeah, we like both sides. We get it. No, honestly, when we say trade rape, I don't think we mean it as an insult, except just to dog on you personally as friends. (laughs) But, like, I think you are the best trader in the league by far which is why why, why we say that because like all, this, this are is you tip training for everybody in the league you look at teams see what they need reach out to them and you can make deals that make both teams better and that's what i do over and over and over again i don't think and that's how i rebuild other my teams team. got better 
<laughs> hey, Brandon's got Julio Jones. <laughs> no, you, you're right. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon's in the playoffs. He's, gonna, he's leading the East Division. Hey, That's don't Julio. say that. There's three weeks left. I, I could be. I could be. It depends on this week. Which... Just, just saying. Yeah, which leads us. All right, so you've got a mightily tough matchup this week with the Weed Bandits. What are your thoughts on this this week's matchup? I think it's about right because every year I get the worst fucking end of the stick. Every year. Finally. Worst. Last year, things finally worked out for me. Finally. And I won a championship. And I got that was my luckiest season price by far. Every other year, fucking horrible luck. And it's continuing on this year, like with a with a vengeance. And Wichita has been terrible all year long. He made all these terrible moves. But they finally all came to fruition as he faces fucking me. It's ridiculous. His roster is freaking loaded this week. You look up and down his roster, it's so good. I I'm 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 actually really scared of Wichita this week. Yeah, I I see the potential there. I just I don't know. I've I've never been a Geis fan. I, I hate his running backs. I just I cannot trust Wichita's running backs for me. No. And these that, are the best running backs he's had, like almost all year. Well Yeah, except for that one, you know, Saquon, Saquon guy. Yeah. Saquon <laughs> He was hurt like all year that he had him. And when he did have him, he didn't have another guy to pair with him. Now he's got he's promoted. He's got Jordan. No, Saquon's no. twenty three. <laughs> he's gonna be a stud for eight years. <laughs> I'm just saying week to week matchups. Yeah, this okay. Is, this okay. is the best team Wichita has fielded all year long. I can see yeah, that. I, mean, yeah. I, I, I see. And it. That, that's assuming that AJ Green plays this week. If AJ doesn't play, I think you're fine. But. Yeah. Also, Wichita right now is projected for sixty-eight, and you're projected for sixty or ninety-one. Hey, I, I hate to break it to you, Sam, but projections don't mean shit. They do. Like, have they you do. seen? Have you seen these matchups? Projections never mean shit. You're right. I mean, Lehigh's Lehigh's season. We were just talking about that. Lehigh's season has been overperforming on projections every week. So every week. But, and then, meanwhile, Sam and I were projected to dominate this league, and. And we're on the we're in the bad bad end of the bad end of the standings. Yeah, yeah pretty, this has just been a rough year. Pretty not great. This has been so. the the most I've ever sympathized with Clint in my life. <laughs> this yeah, is that this and like uh, you know those those projections and five dollars will get you on like any bus in Chicago. So <laughs> <laughs> you're right. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very monumental moment in the podcast. Last scope of Evan Williams. Why is the whiskey always gone? Because you drank it all. And I almost spilled the salsa. Jesus, my you bad. Did. You did. Oh my God, Tank slept through that. Yeah, because you weren't yelling at his face, telling him he's dog shit. <laughs> hey, Clint, you're dog shit. You can call me uh, championship dog shit. That's right. He hasn't hey, won a championship a on his own merits. Hey, hey Clint, your championship dog shit. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> well, thank you very much for anything. <laughs> thank you very much for joining the podcast. You're welcome anytime. Um, 
I'm not even gonna get to talk about the other 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 matchups. No, oh, no, okay, yeah, you know, no, no, yeah. This is the anybody but Clint Spiller podcast. He gets one shot. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's accurate. <laughs> All right, no, I, All right, I feel like that. We need a guest to the pod because we've had Jordy on and we haven't had anyone else make picks. I suppose we should let him stay, otherwise he might kick us off the team. So. Yeah, you right. <laughs> he is. Sorry, Commissioner Dog Shit. We will let you stay. <laughs> He's pretty much chief. Chief chief dog shit. <laughs> all right. So I, I'm thinking we're all three picking Liberty, or are you picking Wichita because you think his lineup's loaded? I, I think Wichita's going to beat me, so I'm picking Wichita. Okay. I, I respect it. I disagree, but I respect it. I also respect. Respect. Put some – hey, man, that was I, – I thought that was a good part of the pod, whatever you say. Next game, we've got Cleveland versus Marysville. Sam, your thoughts? Uh, on this one, I actually have Cleveland winning. I hate picking Cleveland to win anything. <laughs> but uh, right now, Cleveland's the hotter team. I think that they're just going to win. I, there's nothing more to it than that. Yeah, I, I, I like this matchup this week. Uh, the first time I played Marysville, it did not look great. But um, and he dominated. Honestly, he deserved that win. Um, but I think me being at home, I really the main thing with me is the brownies. Like that Browns offense is looking decent, and I am gonna start Baker for the third straight week. He scored eighteen plus two so straight. That's games. your only quarterback. This week it is. <laughs> I actually was going to switch my kicker out, and then I realized it was my last roster move. And if Baker Mayfield gets hurt, I'm fucked because Stafford's hurt. And I didn't have the balls to grab Jeff Driscoll because fuck that guy. You know? So, uh, yeah, no, that's disappointing. I did not want to start Jake Elliott this week. I was going to start a different kicker, but that was my last roster move, so I didn't. So I'm just kind of playing it dangerous here and hoping Baker doesn't get hurt. But if he does, then I'll make a move next week and get a new quarterback because all my quarterbacks are dying. I don't I don't know that Clint's the one you want to be bitching to about that. Yeah. Yeah, hey, bud. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I think you guys I think you guys are wrong on this. I, I, I do like that the Cleveland's face in Miami, so that does increase your chances. But Top to bottom, Marysville's roster is really good. I agree. No, I, I mean I definitely agree. I agree. I just, uh, I just think with this particular matchup, I don't have the games pulled up because I have you on the phone. Commission, <laughs> I got you, babe. <laughs> okay, but well, okay. So Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is facing San Francisco. That's yeah. a bad matchup. Yep. So I mean, and um, he, he's starting three three Packers against San Fran, which doesn't in my opinion doesn't look great so yeah, he's got yeah matchups. I, I can see that and then with me i have three browns starting against, against miami, miami. <laughs> so that's yeah, basically the good thing with the browns is they're bad enough that they'll have to play the whole game so. <laughs> yes, exactly <laughs> that's what i'm going for get steam piled <laughs> I, I, I think I'm on board. Plus, you've got home field advantage. I, I think I'd probably I'd change my mind. I think I, I wouldn't. Nope, not allowed to change your mind. You're going to lose this one fair and square. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh. 
What's the next one, buddy? We got Gaylord at home versus Cocker City. Which Ooh. I is that his actual lineup? Or? Yeah, this is his actual lineup right now. Yeah, Gay- yeah I've got Gaylord. Roll Fock. What say you, Clint? Master Commission. That's, that's a lot. Of, that's that's a lot of analysis. I'm really proud of you guys. <laughs> oh, sorry. We. <laughs> uh, well, Gaylord's team is better. He <laughs> will win. Yeah. Cocker City is starting T. Y. Hilton, who does not currently have a right leg. <laughs> I actually don't know what is injured by T.Y. I'm hoping it's his right leg. That would be awesome. That would be a good guess. But What if it's testicular torsion? It could be. <laughs> got nut bruises. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we, we really look into this stuff. <laughs> is that good enough yeah, got, So what's the deal with Marquise Brown? The guy went off like crazy early in the year. And since then, nothing. He's really a rookie. Nothing. I mean, it's what you expect out of rookie wide receivers. Yeah. I think I, – I, I, I tend to agree. I, I think with Gaylord, I'd, I'd go Gaylord this week. So. Yep. yep. I, I just – At home. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. The home field advantage and uh, – I mean, I just feel like Cocker has some very, very big bye weeks with Drake and Cook on bye – Plus Williams on by and yeah, and it just seems like Gaylord has everybody that he needs. Lamar Jackson, the goddamn Patriots defense gonna probably score thirty nine, probably yeah, below their season average. Yeah, you know if if Gaylord wins this week and then wins one of its final two weeks, it's got a chance. If it wins the wins the championship, we'll have the best record overall in our history of our league and win, winning overall. This team is very good. Yeah, it's it's kind of ridiculous. It's not twenty fifteen Liberty Crushers good, but oh my god, very good. Stop roster baiting. Well, no, I mean I, I stand by it. it's it's funny because like me and Sam were talking about this a couple weeks ago uh, before we like recorded the podcast. Like since I've joined the league, you have actually like dominated the regular season. So it's just been like, like last year you were, or not last year, but the year before, you were by far the favorite to win the league, and then you got upset by someone. I can't remember who it was. But. I honestly don't. Yeah, remember. that's that's that, that's that's tends tends to be how it happens. Like yeah. the the best overall team doesn't win the championship. Yeah, it happens a lot. And then last year, yeah, last year it was Clint Dick was by far the best team in the league, and then got beat by you. <laughs> Which I, I guess that's just poetic justice in a way, but yeah, finally is what my it team is. was very good though last year. Yeah, very no, 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 hundred no, percent. Which goes to um, our next game, which is between two teams who are not very good. Ooh, the Potter Muggles. Ooh, and the Lawrence Monkey shit. Oh, fuck off! <laughs> I honestly forgot I was playing Potter. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I got Lawrence in this one. Um, oh fuck! That means I lose. Yeah, probably. That's okay. I pick Lawrence too. <laughs> Who you got, Clint? This game needs Potter all, Potter all the way. All right, I respect it. He's going like opposite picks of us on each one. I respect it. So we're he's either going to be zero and six or six and zero. Well, I mean, he switched back to Cleveland. So I mean, 
And he agreed. No, 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 we already said that doesn't count. But he agreed. I with, already said it doesn't count. He agreed with Gaylord too, so he's only disagreed on two. I can't Imagine how win. good Potter would be if they could start three tight ends. Isn't that wild? Like this is like the softest year that uh, tight ends have been in probably ten to fifteen years, and then Potter has three of the guys that are actually performing. Yeah, wild. It's stupid. Yeah. You probably should have traded one of them. In hindsight. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because one of the teams on this podcast has a shit tight end. And maybe the other one. I can't remember what Cleveland's tight end is. <laughs> hey, I got an amazing tight end, OJ Howard, asshole. Okay. Both from... teams on this podcast. Both those <laughs> you, this you, remember podcast. How, you remember how we were talking about trade raping? And you, you were so adamant that OJ Howard is this up-and-coming tight end who's only 24 for Tampa Bay. One of my favorite football teams who sucks. Ugh. Sorry. Hey, I traded you Baker Mayfield. Thank you very no, much. That was... And Steven Goskowski. <laughs> <laughs> he was a great picker. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. No, honestly, I think <laughs> that, that honestly was a decent trade. That set my lineup for what I am at 8-3 and three right now. And, uh, you know, you traded Ertz, which was the main piece in that trade, like three times, but oh well. I think, I think Zach Ertz this year has been traded like four times, <laughs> getting back to last year. Which leads me to my next point. Fuck Zach Ertz. <laughs> All right, so the next game on the docket is the... Ottawa, what are their name names? Sam? Ottawa, Ottawa dank memes, formerly dank memes. Also, the anarchists. And, okay, that's what it was. I could, <laughs> I legitimately couldn't remember. I was hoping you'd anarchy, anarchy. I don't know what it is, but I love it. <laughs> and they're at home against Scott City, who Scott City is pretty hot. They scored eighty eight last week. The week before, they scored over 113 because I know that's what I scored, and they beat me. Um, <laughs> so they're weak. they're pretty hot. But Tyreek Hill is on a bye week this week, which definitely hurts Scott City. So I'm going with Ottawa. Yeah, I gotta go with Ottawa as well. Um, Scott City's been doing all right, but it just doesn't have the firepower to keep up with Ottawa. I think Ottawa's got too who's many. Who's studs. Ottawa's quarterback? Uh, this week it's Jared Goff. Thanks, yeah, thank, yeah. thanks, not... thanks, Jordy. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, all right. Yeah. We'll get on that tangent again. Yeah. Well, that was my only question. In that case, it's definitely Ottawa. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Yeah. All right. I mean, so Jared we... Goff is still kind of crap too, though. So okay. you never know. Yep. By the way, we need to talk about this Ottawa thing. Team names are important, guys. I told Clint when he first joined the league to pick one that he'd want to keep forever. And he immediately picked one that he immediately regretted picking. The same goes with Gerard Welbrock, who seemingly keeps changing his team name because I think he's ashamed of his team name at this point. So I wish we should all change our team names to Ottawa. I actually didn't mind any of the team name stuff. I just like giving shit. Oh, I know. I do, too. But I, I did like the Hottawa Dank Memes name. That was pretty good stuff. 
Do you know Do you know the origin of the Gerard Welbrock's name? I do not. Okay, Gerard. Oh. So just a little little education for the rest of the league who who isn't from Hayes and familiar with Hayes media. Gerard Welbrock is the voice of the Fort Hayes Tigers of the sports broadcast. Yeah. So that's where that's where he got his name. And Gerard found out about it almost immediately that Gerard that Kelly named his team after him. And uh, I think I think there's a little bit of a stalker vibe. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> All right. So speaking of which, Gerard has a mighty matchup this week on the road against Lehigh. I got Lehigh. I got Lehigh too. Well, I, guess, I don't know. I feel like maybe outside of Cleveland Marysville, all of these matchups are, yeah, this is the team that's going to win. Like These are all two obvious calls. I want Gerard to win so bad. (laughs) So bad. Come on, Gerard. Do it for everybody in the South. I like how he's like, this fucking stalker over here, kick his ass. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I love Kelly, first off. I love Kelly. I just think it's funny that he doesn't like his team name (laughs) multiple years ago. Um, But I I, I actually do like his team name because I think it adds a little bit of history to our league. And I love Kelly, so I'm, I'm going with Gerard. All right. Yeah, Clint's really going for that 0 and 6. <laughs> I really want I really need Gerard to win. <laughs> I don't care about these picks. I want Gerard to win. I've, I've been there. We were there a couple weeks ago. Yep. And it worked out perfectly when I made those those picks for me. Nope. Didn't, didn't work out for you, bud. Nope. Ah. Ah. All right. So I mean that leads us to our power rankings, which if if you don't mind staying on, Clint, you can Keep on, because you're a part of the coaches' rankings. But uh, so I'm just, I'm just curious. I want, I before we get into the actual rankings, uh-huh. Sam, can you explain your rankings? Because I'm like, not gonna lie, it seems like whenever you make your rankings, however you explain it at the time, it always seems to benefit for how your team is looked at. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it, it's it's strictly a formula I use. It it could go against me. Or could go for me. Like I don't, I don't really have any input. So what I do each week, um, I look at the scores for each team uh, and I rank it. So like the highest scoring team that week gets X amount of points. Second highest gets X amount of points. So on, and so forth. And I keep track of that throughout the week or throughout the year, uh, throughout the games. Fuck off. <laughs> that was my mistake. <laughs> so I keep track of it. The idea behind it is that it eliminates the randomness of. Um, of scheduling so like if you're the second highest scoring team like you're a good team you just happen to face the highest scoring team so that loss shouldn't be reflected that negatively towards you the same way as if you're the second lowest scoring team and you happen to face the lowest scoring team that win shouldn't count that much in your favor so like like that's how i end up calculating this so it's i i have no opinion input on this it's strictly numbers and this is what it kicks out for me gotcha and then mine yeah yours yours is just look right you look at the teams basically well i yeah he's checking the teams out going "Mm, damn boy she's got a nice ass she got a nice ass (laughs) no one will get that Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, watch, I, watch, I look watch, at, watch out, Cody, you've been on top of these rankings for a while. I don't, wait, wait. Oh, oh God damn it, Clint. 
I uh, no, my mine. I, I try to look at like who I think it has the best chance at winning a title. So I mean, I'm looking at like playoff possibilities and whatnot, and that's that's strictly all mine is. So gotcha. Well, just for my education, I, I I changed mine this year. For my for mine, it was always. Um, Weighted towards points scored overall, but and factored in standings. So at fact, multiply the the winning percentage against the points, and then add points or add double the points. But this year, I actually added in because you guys actually persuaded me a little bit on this. Was momentum, so I factor in the past four weeks and add that in as well. I like that. So if if a team is hot the past four weeks, it increases their their they move up in the standings. If they've been bad the past four weeks, it lowers them in the standings. Yeah, no, the only like, thing my, my rankings are flawed at is it doesn't it doesn't judge trades. So if a team made a really good trade, it helps in the future. Mine, mine doesn't show it. So yeah, that's yeah. a negative to mine. Mine has the same issue. Brandon's about the only one that will account for that. Well, I mean, mine's mine's basically kinda, well, staying kinda, into yeah. this year too, because like I have I have Liberty a lot lower right now. But as I said at the start of the podcast before Clint joined us. Um, Clint's probably going to be my number one starting off next year because yeah. of who you're more than likely going to keep. But all right, that that's crazy. First off, that's crazy. No, it's not. I, no, I, look it's at, not. Look at Clint's roster. Look at Clint's look at your, look at your roster. roster. <laughs> yeah, look at Clint's roster. Like I don't. I mean, that's that's why what We're I said get was double Clinted next year. What I said was one, two, or three. Like I could see one, two, or three for Clint, which I think off the top of my head I, I see had one, one and two being Clint. Yeah, no, I think. Yeah, think no, about Clint, it. Clint Dix probably one. Clint Spiller's probably two, but it's closer than people think. Yeah, yeah. Cody could be up there if he finds like one more reliable guy. Yeah, he's one reliable guy away, and I'm I'm not to me I'm not even there because I'm not sure I have the reliable guys. I've got Saquon, who you I have Saquon. Kind of you have Zeke. Top Saquon. Have Saquon the, could be hurt all year next year. He could be out of the league next year. You never know. Everybody could be. <laughs> like that's that's a chicken <laughs> shit argument, and you know, know it. But they're more likely to be out of the league if they're on my roster. That's how it works. I mean, Actually, according to this year, that's accurate. No, according to this league history, oh, that's, that's accurate. That's fair. I owned Calvin Johnson, Adrian <laughs> Peterson during his abuse scandal, Ray Rice during this incident, pa- Peyton Manning during his neck injury. Yep. I have endured everything. This is unreal. <laughs> Calvin Johnson's been, early retirement. It's been awesome. <laughs> it's been amazing. Andrew Luck's early retirement. Lamar Miller's torn knee after the keeper deadline. <laughs> everything. I've, exp- I've endured it all. Antonio Brown going insane. It happens to my team every time. It's wild. I love this I'll forever team. be thankful, Antonio, for winning my championship. <laughs> That's fair. All right, so jumping into these power rankings. At number 12, I have the Potter Muggles. I've got Wichita. So what? You've actually got Wichita 12, Sam? Yes. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I've got Potter. Yeah. For obvious reasons. 
It, it's close for me. Yeah. So going through our uh, coaches poll, which we have five five coaches who have voted for this. Uh, three people have Potter at twelve. Um, Sam has Wichita, and uh, Jordy has Jim the Mailman. <laughs> Attaboy, Jim. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's sounds about right. At number eleven, I have the Wichita Weed Bandits, who I forgot to mention. Uh, Potter officially eliminated from the playoffs. Wichita at eleven also eliminated from the playoffs. I got Potter at eleven. Like I said, it was close for me. They're they're just a couple points away from each other. It's basically a tie for me. Yeah, yeah, Wichita. Yep, that, that, that's pretty straightforward. Yeah, I think twelve and eleven are the same. Yeah, which ironically, in our coaches' poll, they're tied. So that works out. Um, at, all right, and at number ten, I have the Lawrence Monkey Mafia. Uh, yeah, I've got Gerard. Uh, half a point difference for me here. It's essentially a dead heat here. Yeah, I've got Lawrence too. Yeah, you, you, you've been terrible the last past four weeks. I have. I've been uh, past three weeks. Four weeks ago, I was awesome. <laughs> okay, three weeks. Past three weeks, you've been terrible. But there even so terrible, it makes your past four weeks look really bad. Oh, I know it's been awful. Which, speaking of which, the Lawrence Monkey Mafia are eliminated from the playoffs. Woohoo! Better draft spot. That's fair. Going to our number nine. <laughs> I've got the three and eight Scott City Beavers. Ooh, okay. I've got I've got Lawrence at number nine. Yeah, I've got Gerard. He's been also very bad the past four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's fair. Um I the only reason I have Scott City so low is because they are also eliminated, I believe, if my math is correct. Cause I believe all the other teams fighting for that Wildcats. Wildcat. <laughs> Wild card spot. Hey, meow. Yeah, they're all seven and four, so he's four games back. So Scott City is eliminated from the playoffs, so that's why I have him at nine. That's fair. God throw this it. out there. Yeah. What team do you think? If you had to guess, what team has averaged just one point more per week than Scott City? Which one do you think it is? You. No, you. <laughs> That's fair. Ha, uh, fuck <laughs> off. Just stop. <laughs> That's it's the crazy. way the cookie crumbles, boys. Eight and three. <laughs> fuck you all. <laughs> yeah, you got the difference between eight and three and three and eight. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, to be fair, I scored 40 to in one fair. of my games. To be fair. <laughs> I scored 40 in one game. <laughs> all right. That really Scott screwed City, up my, my stats. My point, my point's not to knock you as much as the show. Scott City's actually been better than you think. No, I agree. Like I completely agree. They're seven in my ranks for a reason. It's because they're outperforming everybody else. Um, they, they're really a team that, if they weren't in the West Division, if they are in the East Division, they're in the South Division, they'd be in, a, in it for the you know the division race right now, I think. Spoiler alert, we haven't even got to number eight yet. Sorry. <laughs> Which number eight? I have Gerard. Um, 
four and seven. They need a miracle. They're basically one loss away from elimination. Or if Lehigh or Ottawa wins, they're eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, decent season for Gerard, but yeah. I've got Liberty at number eight. They're at nine. No. Are we at nine? No, we're at number eight. Yeah. Oh, God, sorry. Uh, no, that's right. Because I, I said Scott City, he said Lawrence, and you also. Oh. You had Gerard. Yeah, so we were up to eight. I apologize. Okay. Could, I have myself could. at eight. Yeah. <laughs> that's. The Keen Air almost like tit for tat. Yeah, no, I think. Tat for tat, tit for tit. Tit for tat for tit. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah. I At seven, I have Liberty. Um, I think they have a very talented lineup. Um, top three in the league, in my opinion. Probably didn't have that because of Antonio Brown's incidents and all those horrible things that you don't want to remember. <laughs> We're going to remind you about forever, just, though. Just because people don't forget. Um, like the Alamo. But <laughs> Rename your team the Alamo. The Liberty Alamo. <laughs> but people don't forget. But, uh, no, I mean, I think Liberty is definitely a top three team in this league, but because of how the season's gone, they need a lot to go their way in the final three weeks to make the playoffs, so I have them at seven. Speaking of number seven, yeah. you have Liberty at number seven. I've got Scott City at number seven. And then Clint's already yeah, like revealed I, that he's got. Yeah, I guess Clint does also have Scott City at seven. Scott City's been very good. I just want to re-emphasize that nine hundred fifty-nine points scored for the year when you did take away home field advantage. That's very good. Yeah, no, I I, I, let, I agree. You go. You considering go that's that's the fourth best team in the West this year. This West division is is historically it's good. It's crazy stupid. how good this division is. Yep. Yeah. Like. A lot of times it's the East and the South going at it, like talking shit about what the best division is. And this year we're just kind of puckering our buttholes going, no, no, not this year. And the only thing that matters is North, South, East, Western division champions two years in a row, hopefully. <laughs> Cleveland Steamers. <laughs> but, uh, all right, so up to number six. I think I underranked this team a little bit, but based on all the head-to-head matches, matchups which have happened, I think Ottawa is in a very tough spot. So I have Ottawa at six. Um, definitely a major contender. If they make the playoffs, they might win the whole damn thing. Um, but but they need a little help. They still have a matchup with Gaylord, which is in the last week of the year. So that I mean that legitimately might determine the season for them. So I have Ottawa at six. I've got I've got Cleveland. Um, I've got a feeling Clint's going to feel very similar to me this way. Cleveland has gotten super lucky Fuck this off. year. Like as I explained kind of earlier, how I do my things. Um, what this what this spreadsheet's telling me is that uh, Cleveland should be about a six win team. So he's overperforming by about two games. So he's he's gotten extremely lucky. Uh, it's just an average team that's overperforming. That's it. I wouldn't go as far to say average. It's, it's a good team. Thanks, bud. But yeah, I would say it's it's overperformed. Um, 
I will say I do I do get your argument about how you've had some bad weeks and those those weeks happen, but they don't really happen to the really really good teams, you know. Ottawa, it happened to Ottawa when he lost to Holmes because he has no depth, but you don't have those weeks every week. That's, you know? fair. That's fair. After if, you, if, 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 if Ottawa had Holmes all year, Ottawa would probably be after over 100 points a game. No, I agree. Completely agree with that. Um, I just want to say, after those kind words, the podcast has been renamed the Anyone But Cooper CKFL podcast. <laughs> There's the door. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Forgot. I'm in Sam's house. Can't do that. <laughs> number five. Welcome for the Evan Williams. <laughs> yeah, number, number five. I've got Marysville, which uh, they're on. They're cold, like extremely cold lately. Um, and they have a tough, tough schedule. You know, uh, three consecutive road games, starting with at Cleveland. Um, that game really determines Marysville season, how it's going to go from here on out. But they've only scored 90 points one time in the last four games, which I think that one time may have been against Lawrence. No, that's not right. No, because I beat them when they scored 124 and I scored 129. Oh, yeah, that's right. So they have only scored 100 points. Points once, and it was against you, though. And so. I still won. Woohoo! Miracles. I know. Fuck, it was. But that was also pre trades. The trades are starting to kick in for Marysville. So, I mean, kind there's like the drugs. And the drugs, yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're still a good team. So, I understand why everybody ranks them so high. But, yeah, I have them at five. Sam, who you got? I got Carker City. Uh, Carker City's really, really come on strong as of late. Um, but, the start of their season hasn't been so hot, so that's kind of what's been dragging them down. But if I were, if I were to do kind of something similar to what uh, Spiller here is doing, um, I would likely have them higher, and I would really, really hate to have to face them right now as a general rule. The weird thing about Cocker City is how do they do this with having Josh Allen and Jameis Winston as their quarterbacks? It's just – Luck after luck after luck. I, I get it. They're weird fantasy performers that have alpha, but but that that's weird to me. Yeah, Two bad quarterbacks. Just just going off what you said right there, it reminds me of uh, God. What was the Jags quarterback last year? Bortles, Blake Bortles. Bortles. Yeah, Bortles would have like four fantasy points going into the fourth quarter. Then he'd throw like three random fucking touchdowns. They'd still lose, but Bortles ends up with twenty four points a game. Like it worked. That's kind of what Jameis Winston is. And Josh Allen, I mean, his passing numbers are trash, but he seems to have one or two rushing touchdowns. I, Josh every Allen's game. the new Cam Newton. Yeah, he like, is. If that's you fair. if you look at Josh Allen like you would look in the past at Cam Newton, that's why he does well. Yeah. I just didn't see it coming. So I, I agree with what Clint was saying. At, at five, I've, I've got Marysville. I think they're a better team than they actually than they than they've been the past few weeks, but with their bad matchups this week, I think they're going to have another bad week this week, but I think they'll end up pulling it out. I just don't know if they have enough time to make the playoff at this point. Yep. I feel you. So at four, I have Lehigh. Um, they've had three straight big games, 99 plus each game for the last three weeks. Um, they have overperformed on their ESPN projections, probably fucking 
every goddamn week, it seems like. That's about right. That's fair. Fuck off, Lehigh. <laughs> but, I mean, they're, they're starting to prove that they're a legit team. They got a two-game lead in their division, which at the start of the year I thought may have been the toughest division. <laughs> now it's looking <laughs> like it may be the worst. No, we're the hey, worst. We outnumber them right now, two to one. You're right. We press this advantage. They are the worst division. <laughs> Not. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> Yay! Unanimous decision. Yeah. But I think at the start of the year, you would absolutely make the argument that. Oh God! Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. Are you saying at the start of the year you thought the South had the best? division better better in the east he also thought wichita had championship aspirations i thought that yeah you guys are great you guys are crazy no 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 no. brandon be cray cray i know say that i liked that lineup i i thought the south was the worst division heading into the year i i my team experienced complete dog shit before the start of the year total fucking calamity after calamity after calamity and i left the draft thinking i had a chance at winning the division like that's how bad the South, I, the South, like at the beginning of the year. So I, I it's been bad the whole time. I I just thought we had the worst division by a landslide, and I think it's still arguable that we do because I mean, yeah, it's definitely arguable. Potter is probably the worst team. You're in the bottom three. Yeah, to start out the year though, I wouldn't have expected that, and maybe that's team bias, but. Just looking at the lineup, it shouldn't have been that way. No. It's weird how the East and South are always arguing about who is the either worst. best or worst at things. <laughs> <laughs> Look, never the West is never involved in these discussions. They're either clearly the worst or clearly <laughs> the best. Yeah. This is the first year they've been clearly the best. That's true. They're all they're usually clearly the worst. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, this, oh, wait, this is new. We don't know how to handle this argument. <laughs> so now, now we've flipped it. Now we're like, oh, no, the fucking South is the worst. No, the East is the worst. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. My dick is smaller than yours, bitch. I agree. Which leads <laughs> me to number three. <laughs> the By the way, Ottawa was my four. Oh, yeah, right, sorry, my four as well. God, you guys are, like, identical this week. I know. Um... I've got Cleveland at three, um, eight and three, one game lead on Marysville. If I, if Cleveland beats Marysville this week, pretty much lock down the division. Um, that's all I've got. I, See, I've got based on your based on your logic of the division, like playoff chances, like shouldn't Lehigh be like above you in these rankings on your logic? I just think Cleveland's better, personally. I got a one Homer. got a one game. <laughs> One game lead, I think I beat Lehigh, didn't I? Significantly. I don't, know. I don't give a shit. Pretty sure I did. Might be wrong. Definitely could be wrong. Uh, but I think that's why I have him above Lehigh. Um I you could I'll I'll take Homerism. I just personally like my lineup better well, did than Lehigh. Did he say Homer or did he say whore? I thought he said boomer, but I'm pretty sure he said Homer. I heard whore. I know. I'm gonna go with whore. That's not <laughs> yes. <what I> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I'll be editing this and I'll find the facts out later. <laughs> I'm gonna change the password. Damn it! <laughs> All right. Well, I got Cleveland. Oh, I've got Marysville. Um, I know you said that he hasn't played real well past however long, but he's actually been performing reasonably well the past four weeks. 
two and three weeks ago were just okay average, but he still had reasonable chances to win each and every single one of those weeks. Um, overall, throughout the course of the season, he's actually probably the most consistently good team, uh, maybe outside of Gaylord. Um, but like he's he's got a good team. He's been solid all year. He's just scary to face each and every week. I've, I've got Lehigh purely on the numbers. Lehigh has been good. I don't I don't like to admit it, but his team has been good. I don't understand how. I don't understand why. But he's good. Me neither. Yep, I think <laughs> that's fair. That's a weird pause. Just, after kind of, that. just kind of shrug your shoulders and you're like, well, they're good. Who knows? I don't understand why. <laughs> All right, so that leads us to number two, which four of the five teams in here agreed. Cocker City, me being one of them. Clint, I believe you had him. At Everybody two. else but me. Yep. yep. And uh, Sam had Lehigh. Yeah, I mean, exact same reasons Clint just said. Like, he's just been good all year. Like, he, uh, in my the way my stuff kicks out, he and Marysville are basically neck and neck. He has just a very, very slight edge over Marysville, but. Fuck, Nick, how do you do this? <laughs> it doesn't make sense, man. I, he's He's got a guardian angel or something. <coughs> no shit. And his guardian angel has nothing to fucking do besides help him win fantasy football. It's <laughs> <laughs> fair. Yeah, I most weirdly specific guardian angel. <laughs> it's not like Nick's making a bunch of moves, you know. As far as trades, like Nick is probably one of the few he, he doesn't propose trades. You have to really approach him and push him on him. And when he does make them, it's usually because he's winning the trade. Um, but he doesn't make them very often. He doesn't make any moves. He just drafts his team and they fucking win games. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, who sounds, thought sounds you draft right. a good team and you win? Well, hey. I, mean, <laughs> I stand by. I did not see Gaylord being a ten and one three game lead with three games to go. I didn't see team. that either. Like, I, I saw them as being a much improved team from you know being relegation winners last year. I saw him be in second place in the division behind Ottawa. Yeah. Close, but like Ottawa would have two games on them. This is, this has been crazy, but yeah, they're once again for like the fourth week in a row, the unanimous number one, the Gaylord Fockers and their cock sucking defense, the Patriots. <laughs> I'm glad that we're oh, not right. letting that joke die. Wait, did we change it? Yeah, we definitely oh, yeah, changed sorry, it. The, the pussy eating defense. The Gaylord Fockers. New England Patriots. I said the wrong way. <laughs> My bad. He's, you know, you gotta get, like, he's, he's got a good roster. He's made a lot of good moves. He, no. he drafted guys at times that you probably thought he was shooting high, but he actually was right about the players. He drafted Lamar Jackson. You know, he's just been consistently right. I think he traded up for Lamar Jackson, didn't he? No, 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 no. That was Jimmy Garoppolo he traded up for. Which ended up being right still. Like (laughs) I think he traded up for Lamar Jackson too, I'm pretty sure. Maybe Oh no, I was just making fun of like a few years ago when he traded up for the backup quarterback to the Patriots. Yeah, and he was right. Not all of his moves make sense, but a few of them have. They've worked out this year. Derrick Henry has been awesome. So that trade, as much as you guys think I trade rate people, helped him. So, hasn't Henry been traded multiple times this year too? 
Yeah, but that's a weird incidence. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not because Derrick Henry's bad. It's because Derrick Henry's good. Yeah. It's not like Zach Ertz. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> Ugh. But I, I do feel like I, I made the right decision, the right timing to trade Zach Ertz, because his, his value did decrease significantly from last year to where it is now. But that may not be that is, you got You got maximum offer. I got second best offer. Yeah. And I also got the third best offer for him. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So with everybody's votes for this week, I'm going to run down the coaches poll. Starting at number one, normally I'd start at the bottom, but I feel like the top is more... We started at the top, and we're here. Yeah, there we go. Uh, number one, unanimous number one, the Gaylord Fockers with 60 points. They have a 10-1 and one record. They've won one straight because <laughs> they lost two weeks ago to that average, lucky Cleveland Steamer team. Again, lucky. Yeah. Number two, uh, Cocker City, who four out of five people voted as number two. They had 52 points. They have a 7-4 and four record. They've won four consecutive games, and they've moved up two rankings in our from our last coaches poll to this current one, as they were four last week. Uh, at three, we have Lehigh with 45 points. Last week, they were number six, and they've moved up three spots to number three with a seven and four record, same as Cocker City. Also with a seven and four record at number four is Marysville who last week was number five, moving up one spot with 43 points. Uh, They win the tiebreaker with our number five team, who also has 43 points. Ottawa, who actually drops three spots from last week's number two spot after a very disappointing loss to Cocker City, as many expected Ottawa to win, and that just completely changed the playoff rankings. And dropping three spots at number six, despite winning... The Cleveland <laughs> Cleveland Steamers with 42 points. Um, this wedding is horseshit. <laughs> which leads us to number seven, who was also number seven last week, the Liberty Crushers with 28 points. Um, I legitimately see this team moving up, um, but they may be too far behind. <laughs> they may be too far behind. Um for this year, this week really will determine the future or not the future. Excuse me. This week will determine the outcome of the rest of the season involving Liberty. In my opinion, number eight, we've got Scott city with 25 points. They were also number eight last week. So no real change there. Um, at number nine, we've got Gerard who actually moves up one ranking. They were 10 last week. They're now nine, 20 points. Um, dropping a spot to number 10, the Lawrence Monkey Mafia. At number 11, there was a two-way tie, but the winner of the head-to-head matchup was Wichita. With seven points, Wichita stays at number 11. And at number 12 is, once again, the Potter Muggles. And receiving votes, once again, Jim the Mailman. Which, ironically, that vote cost Wichita a surefile number 11 spot because <laughs> they would have received a point. You should have put Wichita in 12 just to say, 
don't choose Jim. Well, that's kind of why I was hoping Clint would have picked Wichita, but it is, what it, is. it is what it is. <laughs> and that's this week's coaches pool. Yeah. I think it's also this week's episode. That is pretty much this week's episode. Uh, Clint, thank you for joining us this week. Um, yeah. Thanks for letting me stay on. Yeah, Any, definitely, anytime, I, know you want, I know you wanted me off the podcast. So. Well, yeah, we also want you out of the league, too. Oh, yeah. You know what? Who isn't going to not update the, the, the record book, you know? Who's not, who's not going to do that for you guys? And when you by. like the way you look that much, Oakland, you can, you can go, go and, and fuck, fuck yourself. yourself. <laughs> All right, and that's been the CKFL Podcast, Episode 7. We end tonight's podcast with words from Jordy. Nothing but hopes, prayers, thoughts, dreams, and beer. The weed bandits will prosper, or they might not. Shazam, motherfuckers! For all the times that you rain on my parade, and all the clubs you get in using my name. You think you broke my heart, oh girl, for goodness sake You think I'm crying on my own, well I ain't And I didn't wanna write a song Cause I didn't want anyone thinking I still care or don't But you still hit my phone up And baby, I'll be moving on And I think it should be something I don't wanna hold back Maybe you should know that my mama don't like you and she likes everyone And I never like to admit that I was wrong And I've been so caught up in my job Didn't see what's going on but now I know I'm better sleeping on my own Cause if you like the way you look that much Then baby you should go and fuck yourself and if you think that I'm still holding on to something You should go and fuck yourself When you told me that you hated my friends The only problem was with you and not them And every time you told me my opinion was wrong And tried to make me forget where I came from and I didn't want to write a song Cause I didn't want anyone thinking I still care or don't But you still hit my phone up And baby, I'll be moving on And I think it should be something I don't want to hold back Maybe you should know that My mama don't like you and she likes everyone And I never like to admit that I was wrong and I've been so caught up in my job Didn't see what's going on, but now I know I'm better sleeping on my own Cause if you like the way you look that much Then baby, you should go and fuck yourself And if you think that I'm still holding on to something You should go and fuck yourself